You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Semro. Thank you for joining us. On today's show, we visit some furry and fun small creatures who like to hop to it. We also visit with a unique and wonderful organization that is helping out homeless people and their pets. We'll be right back with a visit to the Bunny Burrow with the Bunny Bunch after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get six dollars off your order of sixty dollars or more, and up to forty percent off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of forty nine dollars or more. Six dollars off, up to forty percent off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco to get these. These awesome deals go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, that you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. We thought it was the perfect time to share information about bunnies from one of the foremost experts in everything bunny, Caroline Charland from the Bunny Bunch. The Bunny Bunch is a non-profit, all-volunteer-run organization. Uh, what we do is we rescue rabbits and other small animals uh, when they're homeless. We rescue them from shelters. Um, people find them on the street. And we take them in, get them well, spay and neuter them, and then we actively look for good homes for them. We recently spent some time at this wonderful organization's home in Montclair, California, and we're thrilled to see the care and knowledge that they have about the bunnies, chinchillas, and guinea pigs being embraced and welcomed by the animal-loving community. The founder of the organization is Caroline Charland, who is an expert in the bunny world and is often sought out for her expertise and opinions on all things bunny. At age six, Caroline knew she wanted to assist animals. She raised money for the RSPCA in England, where she is from, 
She put on concerts in her backyard, sold baked goods, did dog walking and carol singing with other children in the neighborhood to help raise money. When she moved to America, she volunteered with a variety of cat rescue groups and helped them with events and fundraising. The more she became involved, the more motivated she became to help change things. Then fate stepped in. She began rescuing rabbits shortly after she came upon a rabbit in a pet shop. He was sitting in a little wire cage full of poop with an empty food and water bowl. The cage was dirty and he had no space to run around in. Caroline asked someone who worked there to please give him some food and water. She waited around for nearly 20 minutes and they did nothing. She went home and she told her husband about this poor rabbit that needed a home. They got in their car and went straight back there to get him. They named him Benjamin Bunny. Caroline and her husband experienced firsthand why bunnies can be so special. They're a very intelligent animal. A lot of people have no idea how intelligent they are. They're very endearing. They definitely know their name. They know a lot more than that. I mean, they're always happy to see you. Uh, they're a very gentle animal. And they are, they're not like, people ask, are they like a cat? Are they like a dog? And you know, they're actually not. They're not like any of those animals. And so they're just a very gentle creature that needs a lot of special care. Having had cats all her life, Caroline knew nothing about rabbits. She consulted some books, but there really wasn't adequate information available. The books that she read told her to put a rabbit in a cage or a hutch living outside. Being in Southern California, she just couldn't believe that a rabbit would live well outside in a hutch, especially when it got so hot. So she made him a home in their apartment. To their amazement, Benjamin started using the cat's litter box. She thought this was amazing. He could now live loose in their apartment just like their cat. The cat and the rabbit, after being properly introduced, got along fine. In fact, the rabbit turned out to be the boss. Still, having a rabbit run loose in the apartment had its challenges. Like coming home from work one day to find the phone cords chewed through, the wallpaper shredded off the bottom of the walls, and the carpet pulled up. As Caroline shared with us, the wisdom of bunny-proofing your home is something that should be followed. Rabbits chew, and they will chew anything they can. So I tell people that wherever, you know, when you do have a rabbit, or if you're thinking about getting a rabbit, you've got to think about what's safe and what's not safe. They will chew through an electric cord before you can stop them. Um, so you have to make sure any telephone cords, light cords, you know, cell phone cords are up and totally out of the way or covered. And we have at our store a cord cover that's split. It has a citrus scent built in because they don't tend to like that. And you cover the cord um, with that. It won't stop them 100% from chewing it, but it does do a good job of deterring them. Um, there's all kinds of tricks you can do. So cords are very important to get out of the way. If you leave your TV remote out, your little buttons on there will be nibbled off. Um, they'll often chew the baseboards they love wood and there's baseboards all around the house I'm sure they think we put it there just for them and so a lot of times what we've done in our home is we have tacked on untreated wood onto the baseboard so they can chew it <laughs> and so then if when we move we can take that off and we have our you know regular baseboards underneath they will also chew carpet which is dangerous if they ingest it and so there's a lot of things to think about and we tell people they can come in they can call us we're I'm going to be putting a new section on our website about house proofing, um, they can get in places where people can't imagine. So it's really important to make sure the home is safe for the rabbit. 
Back to Caroline's story. Well, they sectioned off the kitchen with a baby gate, and seeing that there was no wallpaper in there and the floor was wood, they unplugged the electrical cords that he could reach and made sure the phone cord was out of sight. They knew they had to get Benjamin a friend, so they set out to find one. Knowing that rescuing a rabbit is always better than buying a rabbit from a pet store, they began their search. And just by chance, shortly thereafter, they saw a sign that said, Free Rabbit, while she was driving home from work one day. The people said that they had bought the rabbit for their child, who was no longer interested in it. They put it in a box and handed it to Caroline. So she took home another male rabbit, and they named that rabbit Ramsey Rabbit. You know, the more rabbits you have, the more you really need to understand the importance of proper care and feeding for rabbits. Unfortunately, a lot of people think you can just give a rabbit a big bowl of pellets and some water and leave it in a cage. And it's, that's actually the exact opposite. That's a terrible life for a rabbit. So first of all, rabbits do have to live in the house with air conditioning. They can't take the heat. So rabbits often die in the summertime, especially California. I mean, most of America is hot all summer. And so they, they can't cool themselves like cats and dogs and people can. And so they do die from heat stroke. So it's very important to be able to provide a cool home for them. Also, they can't live in cages. Cages are way too small for a rabbit. I tell people, if you went to go and adopt a cat or a dog, you wouldn't bring the cat or dog home and put them in a cage. So why do it to a rabbit? And so rabbits, they do great living in the home, has to be rabbit proof. They do great living in a room. If that's not possible, then they need to live in an exercise pen, which is a four four foot by four foot puppy pen is what they're also called. In there, they need a big litter box and rabbits need to eat hay continuously 24 hours a day. And what you do is you put rabbit safe litter in the bottom of the litter box, pile it full of hay, and so rabbits can jump in and graze whenever they like. Now some people think, oh, that's disgusting, they're eating where they go to the bathroom. Well, rabbits actually eat their own poops. Um, it's sort of like they make their own vitamins. It's a different type of poop. It's called a cecotrope. And as soon as they do poop that out, they eat it. So once you explain and you, people understand how rabbits work, then it's not as bad. So then people understand it's fine that they eat out of where they go to the bathroom. They graze like horses do. Rabbits can't vomit, so they need a very high fiber diet. Everything that goes in has to go all the way through and out the other end. Unlike cats, you know, they if they have a hairball, they'll vomit a hairball up. A rabbit can't do that, and they're very clean, so they ingest a lot of hair by grooming. So hay, I say, is about 80% of their diet, and they need piles and piles of hay all the time. Pellets are more like a treat, and the average size rabbit, about a five pound rabbit, we only suggest giving an eighth to a quarter of a cup of pellets a day, and that's it. Um, The pellet should be a plain pellet. You don't want the kind that has things that look like cereal and nuts in. That's all sugar and carbohydrates. So they get limited pellets and then they get a veggie salad, which we say for the average rabbit about two cups a day. And that can be made up of parsley, dandelion greens, red green leaf lettuce, you know, healthy greens. And then, of course, everybody loves to give their rabbit treats. And what we suggest is flowers and herbs are organic and natural for them. They can have fruit in very small amounts. Um, Fruit is also high sugar. Carrots are even high sugar. And everyone thinks of carrots for rabbits because of Bugs Bunny. (laughs) And so, um, you know, if you do give your rabbits a piece of carrot, that's fine. But only give an inch just as a treat. You know, you don't want to give him a whole carrot. That's too much sugar. As the word got out that Caroline had a pair of rabbits, little by little, rabbits that were no longer wanted or rabbits that people had found were brought to her. It wasn't long before she had a house full of rabbits. 
Seeing that there were a lot of rescue groups helping cats and dogs, but not rabbits, she decided to start a group just focused on helping rabbits. Not only did she want to find homes for rabbits, but she wanted to help the rabbits have a better life once they were in a home. There have been occasions where the bunny bunch has had to rescue as many as 600 rabbits from one location. It's a tremendous undertaking and requires not only funding, but also volunteers to make it work. The Bunny Bunch is fortunate to have a stellar group of volunteers that contribute in a variety of ways. With more than 300 rabbits in their care at any given time, it's essential that the proper grooming is done for the health and safety of the rabbits. That's very important. Um, rabbits do shed a lot and rabbits are very clean so they continually groom themselves. However, when they do that, they ingest a lot of hair and that's the reason for the high fiber to keep the hair going through. But when they're shedding, it's important that uh, they are brushed. So when they're shedding, we suggest they're brushed every day. When they're not shedding, we, we suggest they're brushed at least two to three times a week, if not more. So keeping all the loose hair off is important. That helps them not to ingest it. Um, another thing is their nails continually grow and so they do need to be trimmed the nails need to be trimmed and they also have scent glands males and females have them either side of the genital area and these need to be cleaned out um, just it's easy to do when you know how to do it and you just use a q-tip a little bit of water and wipe that out we all hear about spaying and neutering our dogs and cats but don't forget that this is a very important thing to do for rabbits as well not only to curb the overpopulation, but also for the health of the rabbits themselves. Female rabbits have the potential for uterine cancer, which can be eliminated by spaying your female rabbits. Also, behavioral-wise, you'll see a tremendously positive difference in the rabbits after they've been spayed or neutered. They're not hormonal or fixated with trying to find another rabbit to mate with. They truly are much better behaved. Caroline also shared a tip with us about spayed and neuter rabbits. They will almost always use a litter box. So there's one more reason for you to get your rabbits spayed or neutered. The Bunny Bunch is a phenomenal place that stresses education. They not only educate those considering adoption, but they also work with some of the veterinary clinics and teaching schools to help share their expertise and particular animal knowledge. Still, with all that education and information, People are still pleasantly surprised by the joys that can await them once they adopt a bunny. What really surprises people is once the rabbit has had a chance to settle into the new home, had a chance to get to know the people that are looking after them and realizing that everything is safe, what an incredible animal they are. Um, it amazes people how they, you know, they come to you for affection and they want to be part of the family. They don't necessarily want to be picked up and cuddled, but they love it when you lay down on the ground with them, when you stroke their ears. Um, they'll actually come up and groom you. They'll lick you in return for you grooming them. You know, stroking them they're like I said they're very endearing and the nice thing is a lot of people don't realize that they can live 10 to 14 years they have a much longer lifespan than people realize in the olden days you know they it was thought they lived three to five years but they were on a bad diet weren't spayed or neutered and lived outside now they're you know indoors getting proper vet care. I mean, we have bunnies that have even gone through radiation therapy for cancer and you know, wow. there's heart medication. And, you know, now there's so much more medically known that when they get older, just like people and other animals, you know, we can assist them with medical you know, medication and different things. And so they do have a very long life and they really, really know you very well. 
The Bunny Bunch Boutique was started shortly after the Bunny Bunch Burrow due to the fact that there were little or no supplies for rabbits in the pet shops that were appropriate. Plus, it was a great way to raise money to help rescued rabbits. It's also a great way for them to give the quality food, treats, and toys that they want to provide for their bunnies, as well as making it an easy one-stop place for other bunny parents to find those things as well. We're very proud of our store. We started it many, many years ago, and the reason we started it is because we couldn't find really anywhere where you could get items for rabbits that we considered safe for them to chew or play with, or really healthy for them to eat. So I love gardening, so I started a line of treats which I actually grow. They're all organic flowers and herbs that are safe for rabbits, and I actually sun dry them so it gives them extra vitamins. And we package them here, and we actually ship them all over the country, even all over even other countries. And the nice thing about these are the rabbits love them and they're healthy and so we know that people can give their rabbits something that's healthy and that they do enjoy we have very good quality hay uh, we have over 300 rabbits in our care at all times and so we have to make sure we can provide for them things that they like so what we do is we shop for very good quality hay we sell good quality pellets we have a lot of treats toys choose to entertain the rabbits rabbits teeth grow continually so they have to be chewing on things and they get bored they like a lot of things to do so we're always coming up with new things and adding different things and you can shop at our store or shop online the bunny bunch has many different types of bunnies and as you've heard is out to help out as many of them as they can find forever homes i thought i'd share this startling fact from our friends at the bunny bunch did you know 80% of rabbits bought for Easter will not make it past that first birthday? It's startling, sad, and disappointing. That is one of the reasons that our friends from the Bunny Bunch in Montclair, California, really hope to drive home the message that Easter bunnies are for Easter, but real bunnies should not be. For more great, comprehensive, and expert bunny information, visit our friends at the Bunny Bunch in person at their Montclair location, or on the web at bunnybunch.org. When we come back, I want to share with you all the angelic story of a small organization making a very big difference for homeless people and their pets. We'll be right back with Angel Hands for the Homeless after these messages. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. 
music to your ears. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. This next story came to us from the Animaltopia toll-free Share Your Story hotline at 855-264-6258 or 855-ANIMALTOPIANS. Don't forget, you too can share your story or idea by calling us or even emailing us at robert at petliferadio.com. We've all witnessed the sad scene of a homeless person with their dog. I know I've often been moved to help out with some money, but have walked away wondering what more I could have done for the person and the dog. I've also wondered why the person still has the dog. That dog is right there by their side, faithfully being a best friend in any condition. I recently had the honor of speaking with a woman who is doing more and has created an organization that is devoted to helping and caring for the homeless and their pets. Karen Hamza, founder of Angel Hands for the Homeless, was herself homeless at one point. Through a series of circumstances that could occur to anyone, Karen found herself and her dog living out of her vehicle. I ended up homeless at no fault of my own with my dog, with my best friend. And it was just uh, incredible. But that's how I started this organization. I knew that people needed help out there. I could see all the homeless people that had pets. All It was just amazing to me. And I knew that something needed to be done. So I just started, after I found a place to live, I started working on a, a nonprofit organization for the homeless and their pets because I could see it was a tremendous need and that you can't pull the, the homeless person away from the pet and you can't pull the pet away from the homeless person. You know, you just can't do that. It's The dog is such a, a companion to the homeless and they just love their pets and the dogs just give them so much love and comfort in return. Because of Karen's unique experience and understanding, she knows that the bonds between the homeless and their pets are very strong. As we discussed, it is also an important source of inspiration and normalcy for the homeless to maintain their relationships and care for their pets. As any dog owner will tell you, a dog doesn't care what you have or who you may be. 
They only care that you love them. These bonds are important, as Karen shared with us. That pet is uh, is a best friend, is a loyal, loving companion, and is there, you know, does not leave the side of the homeless individual. And like I said, to reiterate, just gives a lot of comfort. It helps that homeless person to persevere in their daily walk of survival in that homeless state. I don't think that they would really survive as well without that pet. The pet is very, very important. And that's why that I make sure that I have even placed pets for homeless if they are unable to take care of them. But I also find places that may take a pet, you know, someone that will be able to foster a pet. Or if, uh, you know, if they don't want to let go of their pets, which most of them do not, I always have pet food, collars, leashes, blankets, all the necessities that you would have for a pet at home. And I also have resources for those pets for free spay and neuter and also additional information for the pets if they need low-income veterinary care. I have just so much, so much for the pets and, and the homeless folks. As Karen reflected on her situation and learned more about the resources that were available, if only she had known about them, she knew she needed to act and create something that every homeless person could keep and use with ease. And that's exactly what she did. Uh, when I was homeless, there was absolutely nothing out there for me. And I did not know that there were, you know, things that were accessible so what I had done is I knew that I needed something so uh, for the homeless to empower them. So I created this book that uh, has resources in it for shelters, for legal, for medical, for substance abuse, for children, for families, for veterans, for everybody. I mean, this book is so amazing. And one resource, you can contact one resource and get numerous resources from that one contact number. And like I say, also the same applies for the resources for the pets. I knew how critical it was to have something like that out there because that's right, the homeless do not have telephones, televisions, computers. Uh, most of them do not. So I had to have something that would be accessible and something that would empower them so they could just, you know, go to the address or get a contact number and call it. Karen's organization is small, but its impact is large. Like any organization, Angel Hands for the Homeless struggles with the daily challenges of providing care packages, resource guides, gathering supplies, distributing them, applying for scarce grants, and right on down to the concerns about whether her older vehicle will hold up or not so that she can bring the packages and information to the people who obviously cannot travel to her for help. She hopes that her organization can serve as a model for others to help with the tragic situation that far too many people and their pets find themselves struggling through these days. Karen, an angel hands for the homeless, is an animaltopian hero for bringing care and solace to those whom many ignore or think differently of. Her efforts to make something positive out of a negative situation that she and her dog went through are truly remarkable. For more information about Angel Hands for the Homeless, or to help them in their efforts, visit them online at angelhandsla.blogspot.com. Again, that's angelhands, H-A-N-Z, 
la.blogspot.com. As we close this episode, I'm reminded how everyone can make a difference in the world for someone. I want to thank those who are doing just that and encourage those who haven't done so yet to do so. Every little thing counts so much more these days. I want to say thank you again to Caroline Charland from The Bunny Bunch and Karen Hamza from Angel Hands for the Homeless for all that they and their organizations are doing. Don't forget, if you have a great animal story you'd like to share with us, whether it's funny, quirky, or heartfelt, or just an idea for a story, please contact us on our toll-free Share Your Animaltopian Story hotline at 855-264-6258 or 855-ANIMALTOPIANS. For Animaltopia, Pet Life Radio, and all of those who make this show possible, I'm your host, Robert Semro, saying, I'm proud to be an Animaltopian, and I look forward to sharing more stories with all of you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.